You have one new voice message and three saved messages. To play your messages, press one. To change your new message, 6.20 p.m. Michael, I saw there was another bank robbery in Toronto. You're not robbing banks, are you? I don't know about you, but I've never been to a uh, baby shower. I've been asked a few times, um, but I've always declined. Uh, I don't know. I, I think about a baby shower. It's not going to be like... I don't think so. Hey, everyone. I thought I'd give a little update to our, our prior crime time. Time for crime. Always time for crime. Uh, this crime time update actually uh, revolves around uh, the Robb Elementary uh, massacre, um, which saw 19 children and two adults dead. Um, there was a lady there named Angelie Rose Gomez. You may have read about her. She took matters into her own hands because she saw the police outside weren't doing anything and the police inside weren't doing anything. So she tried to get into the school. Of course, they stopped her. They put her in cuffs for a little bit, apparently. They put her in handcuffs. And then she talked her way out of the handcuffs, made her way around, jumped a fence, and went up to one of the school windows, banged on it, got some, the teacher's attention. She ended up saving a bunch of kids and taking them out, and then went back to look for her son, got to the door where her son was in. It was locked. The, the police again told her to leave, but she said she wouldn't leave until they began evacuating the classroom. So they started evacuating the classroom. And her son runs out and is like, Mom, Mom. So she basically saves the day has to motivate the police because they're not doing anything. So she takes kind of takes charge of the police as well. That's pretty incredible. And so what happens? What's the result of this? The police get upset because they that she made them look bad by doing their job and doing it well and started harassing her. So her lawyer says that she's been pulled over and uh, falsely accused of having illegal immigrants in her car. The police also parked outside of her home for 45 minutes and flashed their car lights at her and her mother when they went for a walk. Can you imagine how scary that is when you have a police force after you for no reason and they're out to get you and they can do pretty much anything they want and probably get away with it, right? Pretty scary. These people are innocent. All they did was save lives. They did what the police were supposed to do. And what are the police doing? They're doing what grade five bullies do. So there you go. And that's their police force. So yeah, I thought that was definitely worthy of giving a quick update for uh, the uh, crime time. Time for crime. Always time for crime. To some people, this band wrote the worst song ever written. To others, perhaps the band is the worst they've ever known. But to Frank Zappa, they were, as he stated, better than the Beatles. And he had support, support from Kurt Cobain of Nirvana, who claimed their one and only album was his fifth favorite album. The band? Oh, behave. The Shags. That's right, The Shags. This is an all-female band composed of three sisters who were, uh, this band was formed in 1968. And the band came about, believe it or not, due to a prophecy uh, set out by a mother to her son. And the prophecy was this. She predicted that her son would grow to marry a strawberry blonde and then go on to have two girls who would form a very successful rock band. 
So as it turned out, the gentleman grew up. He did go on to marry a strawberry blonde. They had a couple of sons, but then they went on to have a couple of daughters. And when that happened, of course, the father saw this as the prophecy now coming true. So what does he do? Well, he goes on to have more daughters, of course. But in the meantime, he pulls the girls out of school. And then he's going to homeschool them. Then he buys them some instruments and tells them they're going to be rock stars. So there's uh, Dorothy Wigan, also called Dot. She's uh, vocals and lead guitar. She does all the writing. She writes all the songs. There's Betty Wigan, who's vocals and rhythm guitar. And then Helen Wigan would come on to the drums. And later, Rachel Williams would play the bass. After the girls took a few lessons and uh, Dorothy wrote a few songs... The father set them up to play at a few high schools and stuff like that. Uh, often they were uh, ridiculed and, you know, whatnot. I think they even stuff thrown at them and whatnot. But, you know, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but the father said, do not give up. Keep on going. And so they did. And the father then took them to a music studio and was going to pay for recording time. And after uh, the people who worked there heard the girls playing, they they confided in the father that, that maybe they, the girls weren't ready to record yet. And he said, no, 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 you want to get them while they're hot. And so they went on to record their one and only album, which is called Philosophy of the World. I believe the father played for like a thousand pressings, but like 900 of them disappeared or some crazy amount. And a lot of people think that the studio just thought they would never sell anyways. They just threw them in the garbage, which, you know, sounds likely, but who knows? Uh, needless to say, they went on to become a cult classic. Again, as I mentioned, Frank Zappa stated they were better than the Beatles, and Kurt Cobain lists their album as his fifth favorite. So without further ado, let's start taking a look at each song. We'll start with the first song and kind of work our way through, all right? Are you ready? Yeah, baby! <laughs> Okay, so there's a little taste of the very first one. Now, don't jump to conclusions. Yeah, I know it comes off pretty bad at first, right? And you wonder what the heck is this? What kind of a joke was Frank Zappa joking? Is Kurt Cobain pulling her leg? You know, these are two very creative people and known as creative geniuses. So there you go, right? I'll have to admit, when I first heard it, I thought the same. Like, what the heck is going on here? But then I listened and I looked up the lyrics and uh, I slowly had a change of heart. I could start to see after a while what they were seeing. So let's have a listen to the next song called That Little Sports Car. And next we have, Who Are Parents? Who are 
This next song has been called by some the worst song ever written. And uh, sometimes you'll see it on uh, YouTube is listed as that. Um, it's called My Pal Foot Foot. First, I'll play the introduction to it. And now prepare for some really unique uh, lyrics. I don't know about you, but there was something that is so catchy about that. I don't know what it is. I have, it's like I have to finish the song or something, you know? So anyway, hopefully you guys will uh, Google that and take a listen to the whole album, which is on YouTube. But check out the, the lyrics, too, which we'll take a look at in a little while, because uh, they're really interesting. Anyway, I like My Pal Foot Foot. I don't know. There's something about it. Anyway. And next up is a song called My Companion. My companion is with me wherever I go, it goes to. My companion is with me no matter what I do. When I ride my horse, I take my companion to, of course. When I go to the beach and run in the sand, I have my companion close at hand. And you know, the song keeps you going. It makes you wonder who this companion is. So I'll continue with some of the lyrics here. The lyrics continue. My companion is with me when I drive my car, even when I go real far. No matter where I am or what I do, my companion is always there too. When I walk my pets, no wonder then, I take my companion. It never has passed. My companion is with me wherever I go, even when I go to a show. My companion is, of course, my radio. And on to the next one, which is called I'm So Happy When You're Near. I believe this next song starts off the second side. It's called Things I Wonder.
This next song is called Sweet Thing. You're such a sweet thing, sweet thing, sweet thing, but you can be so mean. You're such a sweet thing, sweet thing, sweet thing, you used to make me dream. Uh, the lyrics to that are quite interesting. You know, it's obviously about someone's broken her heart and stuff. Um, you'll think you'll never, you think you'll never fool me, fool me, fool me. So go and have your fun. I'll play it cool and go along with you. You ran around and think that I don't know. You must think you put on quite a show. But your turn's coming, coming, coming. There'll be some girl who will hurt you, hurt you, hurt you. The way you have hurt me. And then you'll be the one who's sad and blue. And then you'll see how you made me feel. So the lyrics kind of go on like that. It's a, and then it ends, uh, you were such a sweet thing, sweet thing, sweet thing. But now you are very mean. You were such a sweet thing, sweet thing, sweet thing. But now you'll never make me dream. You'll never make me dream. Uh, this next song is another one of my favorites on this uh, album. And uh, it's called It's Halloween. It's Halloween, it's Halloween. It's time for scares, it's time for squeeze. It's Halloween, it's Halloween. The ghost will spook, the spooks will scare. Why even Dracula will be there? Yeah, I really encourage you to uh, pull up the lyrics and listen to the songs with the lyrics. And together, you'll see, you'll start to see the creativity that um, Zappa and Kurt Cobain are talking about. That wellspring of just pure, just flowing like a stream. Nothing pre, no preconceptions of music, no coming at it from this angle or that. It's kind of like just straight out. I just love it. It's just so pure. So some of the further lyrics to uh, It's Halloween are, um, let's see, all the kids are happy and gay. There doesn't seem to be a cloud in their way. But when it's over and they've all had their fun, they'll wish that Halloween had just begun. So it's like little things like that, just very simple, straightforward. And I know Kurt Cobain was really big on that kind of thing. And uh, apparently Frank Zappa too. Okay, let's go on. Uh, this next song is called Why Do I Feel? You're shagadelic, baby. Shagadelic indeed. And the second last song is called What Should I Do? What should I do? What should I do? Tell me, tell me, what should I do? He's a sad boy, he's a bad boy, he never gives me. Tell me what should I do? He's a two-faced 
And the last track uh, on this album is called We Have a Savior. That's so hard. Ah, so there you have it. That's all 12 tracks of the Shag's Philosophy of the World album, 1969. And I'm sure many of you are thinking right now, thank God that's over. That was painful. But you know what? When you listen to the music and you really look at the words you, and you read them over, you start to see what Zappa and Kurt Cobain got so excited about. Now, I still don't know about Zappa's Better Than the Beatles thing. But uh, I think he was talking about a, well, uh, a place of creativity that is pure, has no preconceptions or apperceptions, anything like that. It is just pure, flowing, whatever happens, creativity, and just without any barriers. And that's what I think they both um, honed in on and were inspired by, by this album which has, of course, gone on to become a cult classic. So if you can find this album, one of the originals, you've got yourself a classic. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, once again, uh, check out The Shags, Philosophy of the World, and their lyrics. 1969. Take care. Until next time on Rock Review. You have one new voice message. To play your messages, press 1. To change new message, 11.01 p.m. Hey, Mike, check your mailbox. I left you something. It's called Monster Toke. Let me know what you think. Bye. I just got home and I just smoked some Monster Toke. I got to tell you, it's so strong. It's so good. It's just overwhelming. That's good. Mm. Oh.